Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Royal Pizza. Pizza, pasta, and so much more. And for the folks in the Armchair Hockey League, many who've known each other for 30-plus years, tonight's the night. Royal Pizza's still making it great. Edmonton and owned and operated now for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stopper recommendation, the Mediterranean chicken. We're talking a bit about Yes Supply Army. We don't have to just talk about this topic. I do have guys on hold right now, but our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline is 780-496-0063 and our West Port text line, 630-630. Bob. These people are clueless. Typical Edmonton just hand a person ice time. Yessi looked great last night, drove the line, and uh, has to learn to uh, work on the cycle game a little bit more. And he may never be a fit with Connor because Connor is a 90% rush player. Maybe Yessa is much more of a puck possession player that creates off the cycle, meaning he can play with Leon Dreisaitl. I don't think Edmonton fans are clueless, and on this topic, I think you can have more. There are an entirely intelligent people that work in this market that have been campaigning for Paul Yarvity being placed in the top line. And there's others that want a more cautious approach. Now, when Edmonton lacks skill, and the team did lack skill back in the early 2000s, I was the guy that wanted to see Hemsky play in the top six on a regular basis. Maybe ahead of what some others did. Right? Like some other guys wanted to wait a bit. We came out of the lockout year, and Hemsky put up 77 points as the game opened up a bit. But my feeling was Edmonton needed what Hemsky brought, which was a skilled attack player. The orders, Paul Yarby, Edmonton could be a little bit more patient because they have McDavid and Drysaddle. But I'll tell you this if they can turn Paul Yarby and Yamamoto into players over the next couple of years, the orders should be pretty good up front. Here we go. Curtis on line number one. Curtis, uh, the orders have Paul Yarby right now with Strom and Kara. Do you agree with that slotting in the lineup? I absolutely love it. I think it's the perfect position for them and like, gives them the opportunity to drive a line and really 
kind of build his confidence on there. And the big thing with him is building his confidence right from the get-go. So I think that's perfect. Um, I got a question for you. Try to answer. Um, what were the power play units uh, lined up at the practice this past week? Uh, they did a lot of power play time a couple days ago. And uh, the first unit had five left shots, which we were the same five guys we discussed all summer. Lucic is yeah. net front presence. McDavid yeah. set up in the left side half boards. Nugent Hopkins and Settle were kind of alternating in the middle bumper zone and on the right side half boards. And then Clefbaum was at the point. And then on the second unit, um, they had at least three right shots, including Strom, Polyarvi, and Benning. Uh, Reader was on one of the units yesterday at practice. He's a left shot. And then they had Kajula as well. So three of the five. And I'm just I'm trying to think back to what I tweeted because for some reason I thought that there was somebody. That sounded else. about right from what I remember. Yeah. Uh, my point is that uh, for him it's about building that confidence. And I yes. think you get the shot at the first unit, you know, what it will do is put a right shot on the the top unit to at least mix things up a little bit. Um, and then he can actually play with some players of a higher caliber. And then what that's going to do is, you know, I guess give him, they get him surrounded in a, in a, you know, an offensive positioning to kind of develop that confidence and, and maybe eventually down the line build into that, you know, first and second line role. But, you know, right now, last night, the boys looked great on that third line. I'm really excited to see them take on uh, some other lesser, uh, teams, uh, lesser units, and, and come see where you go from there. Yeah, I had, uh, just to clarify, from two days ago in practice, and again, they practiced at 11.30 today. We did not have access to our broadcast location at Rogers. I don't even know. Dustin, can you check to see who's at Rogers Place tonight? There's an act in there tonight. I don't know who it is. Um, but uh, the second unit was Benning on the point with Pugliarvi, Stroman, Kajula, and Reeder were the four forwards. And yeah. actually, Kajula was, the, uh, was sort of the net front guy. And remember, puck retrieval is part of that equation there. And then uh, Strom, Pugliarvi, and Reeder were... Uh, Pugliarvi was definitely on the offside with the one-timers. He was the primary trigger guy in that scenario. I know that uh, Ryan Rashog has just tweeted out from practice today that they've got McDavid back on the right side. So they're 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 changing the complexions. And one thing about Manny Viveros's power plays in swift current, he had a lot of movement. It was not stagnant. And one of the challenges that the Oilers had last year towards the end of the year is their power play got really stagnant. So for what it's worth, thanks, Curtis. Yeah, thank you. Yep, let's go to uh, Jeff on line two. Jeff, how are you? Good, Bobby. What's happening today? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, hosting the show, talking hockey. There's a lot where you, you know, a lot tougher things out there to be doing. So, I this... love it. I love it. I'm, I for one, is I'm extremely excited about the season coming up here. And I know there's a lot of excitement out there, but I just, I think it's perfect. The Oilers are in a great spot because they can, you know, jump in here. Expectations couldn't be lower. People think they're going to struggle. I just think they can come in, fly under the radar, get off to a good start, and, and go from there. Can so. you fly under the radar when you have Connor McDavid on your team and you're in a Canadian market? He's fast. He's fast. But so can I you mean, fly under the radar when you have the league's best player and you're like, you can fly under the market if you're in Arizona because nobody cares. No one. I guess. I, I, I get that. But it's still. The expectations, even though we have the best player in the world. They are not. I, I would agree with you. The expectations are nowhere near as high as they were last year. No, not even close. Last year, they had us going to the cup final. Some, I believe it was 
Saravalli had us win the whole damn thing. So, yeah, he did. He wrote um, a piece, he wrote a piece. Uh, you know, I've spent some time with him the last two years when he was in town, and we may have gone to a, an establishment or two together where we we had that sort of conversation. So. You did that? Come on. Oh well, I, I don't do that as much as I used to because you know I'm I'm getting to I, I'm no longer well, a youngin. I'm I'm sort of middle. You and me both, pal. All right, so we know it. Jeff, thanks for the call. Yeah, no problem. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Why am I getting asked from guys that are playing on other teams how guys in Vancouver looked last night? Wow. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is that? You can text us at six zero. I don't care how that guy looked. He's been in the league for 10 years. How, he's looked the same. <laughs> he's been the same player his whole career. 780-496-0063. You can text us at 630-630. I love this show. It's fun stuff. From Fort McMurray. Bob, excuse me, Bob. No one cares about Arizona. Should we care? Did you forget our record against them? From Fort McMurray fan. Well, actually, the Oilers had a winning record against uh, Arizona last year. And you know what? There's more people in Fort McMurray that care about the team in Arizona than in the state of Arizona. Maybe not, but it's close. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Bob. Oh, out of Calgary. Oh, really? You didn't just do this, did you, Calgary? I would argue, says this texter out of Calgary, that Marcel Dion was a better player than Guy Lafleur. He outscored him by 418 career points in only 222 more games. Lafleur was also on a stack team, while Dion had to do it mostly himself. Just my opinion from Calgary. Okay. Okay. The Little Beaver was a good player. He's a Hall of Fame player. Yes, that was his nickname, the Little Beaver. His good player, Marcel Dion's great player. He was not Guy Lafleur. Guy Lafleur was the best player in the NHL in the late 1970s. Marcel Dion was a productive player, and he did not play in as deep of organizations as Guy Lafleur did. I'm sorry, man. Agree or disagree, Texas at 636. Really? Do you think Marcel Dion was a better player than Guy Lafleur? You can make stats do lots of different things. Trust me. I know. I've been doing it for years. I mean, somebody told me that the Oilers of 83-84 were a poor puck possession team. That they were like average Corsi team. I'm like, is that because they were up 8-2 in the third periods of games back then? Because it seemed to me that they were a pretty good hockey club. Uh, worst NHL ever, uh, game ever was Phoenix versus Arizona last spring. Well, aren't they? Okay. Wow. This text out of Killam, Alberta. Bob, back to Yesapol. Yarby dominated the cycle last night and made Ryan Strom and Jujar Kera better. His goal shouldn't have gone in, but it was impressive that he was able to create that shot opportunity. Best game he's had so far. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. Uh, Jed wants to jump in here. Is he, or is he in on Marcel Dion or is he in on Yesapol Yarby? We'll find out. Jed, hey, how Bobby, you doing? how are you? Good. Now, did, no. 
Go for now, it. I've seen, I've seen Gilbert Perrault play. Yes. I've seen Guy Lafleur play. Yes. And I've seen Marcel Dion play. Okay. I'd put Gilbert Perrault Me too. ahead of Marcel, Marcel Dion. So would I. So would now, I. Now, I've seen Guy Lafleur play in live at the Forum. Yep. My old man used to take us down March 24th every year of the weekend. Yep. He had the Bonaventure Hotel. Yeah. And let me tell you, folks, if you haven't seen Guy Lafleur play, you haven't seen a guy play hockey. This guy could go. Now, McDavid is fast, 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 fast. I give Guy Lafleur when he's cranked up. He might be a couple of steps behind uh, McDavid, but this not is too far. this, and I don't mean to sound crass here for the people that have fought this challenge during their life. Yep. Guy Lafleur smoked because he was a product of his generation. Okay, yep. and I genuinely believe that affected the longevity of his career, as did playing for Jacques Lemaire, because Jacques, Jacques Lemaire kicked the snot out of him once he went in there as a head coach, and Lafleur had maybe dropped a bit. But I also think the other part of the equation was lifestyle, because of uh, like like unless there's a significant injury for McDavid. Right. with how guys train, and he ain't smoking two packs of cigarettes, and I'm serious yeah. about this. Think yeah. about it for a second, okay? When you go across the river, the Ottawa River to Thurso, Quebec, this is two years ago. Yeah. It's a, it's a walk-on ferry, or you drive a car on it, drive yeah. up. The sign is still there, the home of Guy Lafleur. Well, he was... I, I, I'm with you. Like, Gilbert Perot in the 76 and 81 Canada Cups got hurt in 81. Remember, he played on a line with Gretzky yep. and Lafleur. Yep. Uh, Gilbert Perot was an unbelievable player. And he oh. would report... Normal Combe has told me the stories that Gilbert Perot would be like 235, 240 pounds at the start of training camp. Oh. Because he was, he was a mo- he w- he was built like Mark Messier, like he was. If a- you walk, if you were behind him when he was skating, and you can see this, he was wide, yeah. and he had the hip, and you couldn't get him off the puck. But he was a hell yeah. of a player, and at that time, the province of Quebec was producing in the early 1970s yep. some of the best players in the world. Yeah. Now, now you know what they've they've you know the the Quebec League has produced. And, and albeit they're Atlantic guys, but yeah. they Sidney Crosby and Nate McKinnon. I mean, those are two terrific players. Well, all I'm but I am with, I am with you. I think Gilbert yeah. Perot is a better player than Dirk Marcel. Marcel Dion, crack him back a notch and throw Perot up there. You got it. Chad, good call. Yeah, Thanks, man. One forty-seven in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. You can text us at six thirty, six thirty. Oh, here it is. Bob, stop talking about the Oilers in the nineteen eighties. We talked about the Oilers in the early 2000s. We talked about Alashemsky on today's show. You didn't text me then. I'm just saying. Uh, Bob, are the Edmonton Oilers going to bring their starting lineup to Germany or make some cuts while they're there? Uh, my expectation is it'll be pretty much the team. The Oilers have to have their roster in on the Tuesday. The team plays an exhibition game against Calgary on Saturday, September the 29th. That's a 1 o'clock puck drop, and we fly that night to Cologne, okay? Um, which will take us well into Sunday because they're eight hours ahead of us. Uh, they practice Monday. I, I, I'm not even sure. Maybe there's a uh, – I'm pretty sure we'll be practicing Tuesday. I, I don't have the actual schedule with me at this time. Uh, but the owners have to have their 23-man roster in on the Tuesday. And it'll be interesting to see if Sekra is just automatically placed on IR because it's a big cap hit, and the orders would need to be as close to the cap as possible, I think, 
to capitalize and gain as much space as they could. But you're talking about a five and a half million dollar uh, LTR cap hit there. Um, so we shall see on that front. I, I, you know, in theory, you could have a third goaltender. That's the extra guy you're allowed to have. We'll wait. Will Evan Bouchard be on the plane? He wasn't hurt by his performance in Calgary and the performance of others last night. I would say that. Would Kyler Yamamoto be on the plane? He's had two strong games to start the exhibition season. Will Scotty Upshaw or Alex Chieson be on the plane? Don't know. Too early to call it. We'll tell you about an Edmonton Oil Kings trade. They've got themselves a goaltender. I believe Todd Scott is the number one goalie for the Oil Kings, and I'm not sure of his status. So they went out, and uh, I think they picked up a 20-year-old guardian because they had an extra 20-year-old spot. And then uh, we'll get to this Dan Oilers history as well. And, yes, uh, I said it. Lafleur, then Perot. Jed was right. And then Dion. In terms of talent. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ability all those other sort of things. That's how I would rank those guys, one through three. Uh, back with more after this. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service. Electrical. Prefabrication. Solar. And shortly... They will be bringing you somebody very special. Let's go to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company. They remind you that booking with a travel agent will provide you a peace of mind whenever you travel. On this day, 2008, the Oilers open up training camp. Think about that. We've already got two exhibition games in. One of the rookies at that camp was Jordan Everly, who, of course, uh, was a 22nd pick overall. It was a very good pick that year for the Oilers. Barry Fraser, uh, no, Lorne Davis, I believe, was the guy that advocated on uh, the orders uh, grabbing Jordan Everly. Just adding a little bit of mood music to the segment here, Dustin. What's going on? You yeah, all right? It's, it it, it's all good. Don't worry. Like you know, the, we've described it before. The patient doesn't die on the table. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, Guy Lafleur smoked between periods, my favorite player growing up, and absolutely the best of his era from Kent. And my point is, is if he looked after himself a little bit more, uh, could he have had an outstanding 20-year career instead of an outstanding 12- to 14-year career? Because he didn't play it for three years. And the word, yes. And today's players are they're year-round. Now, it, you know, I look at Bobby Orr differently because of the severity of the knee injuries that he suffered during the course of his career. So, Louis DeBrusque will be joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers on tomorrow's show. Uh, we'll have a preview of the Edmonton Oilers game against the Winnipeg Jets. We'll have some thoughts on uh, some of the players participating in those games as well. We're going to see some of the top-end guys getting after it. 
as the Emmett Oilers get ready to take on the Winnipeg Jets exhibition game number three. I'd like to thank uh, Brad Whisker. Uh, I thank Brendan Escott, but I'm not sure where he is right now. Probably in transit driving back to the station with Reed Wilkins. Uh, Dustin Coffin, great job. That's actually pretty cool. Like your name's Dustin Coffin, given Dustin Hoffman. Did you ever see Ishtar? I haven't, no. Arguably the worst movie made of all time. I'll never see it then. Right up there at Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is kind of a cult classic, right? So um, we'll have to do a show on that one of, the, one of these days, right? Worst movie ever made. There's been some bad hockey movies over the years. Youngblood was a good hockey movie. Cynthia Gibb back in the day. All right. Uh, so long, everybody. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 afternoon news uh, with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. And up tonight at 6 o'clock, Reed Wilkins inside sports. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.